1: And believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him From the judgment that's to come He is a shelter from the coming storm
0: Zechariah stood beside the holy altar of incense in the temple of God. As he offers the incense, suddenly, an angel appears to him. He is terrified. The angel speaks to him and Says, Do not be afraid, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to give him the name John. He will be a joy and a delight to you. Many will rejoice because of his birth. He will be great in the sight of the Lord. He's never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from birth. Many of the people of Israel will he bring back to the Lord their God. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of righteousness to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. All week long, I've been speaking to you about the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Specifically, I've been speaking about the different kinds of soil. Again, you are responsible for the soil that is in your life. I have watched and I have lived long enough to have seen a little boy as he just comes out of his mother's womb and then slowly develops before everyone. Some little boys stomp their feet and say, No, no, no. Other little boys come out of the womb. And they say, yes, 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 mama. Very different kinds of soil already in that little child's life. And as they grow and they mature, I've often seen one of those children grow into manhood and they still have the soil of no in their heart. No, they will not submit. No, they will have their own way. They don't care if they're punished. They laugh in the face of any punishment. They will have their own way. They will do what they want to do. Of course, Esau is the classic example of this. He wanted the bowl of porridge, and so he sold his birthright for some food. He didn't care about the birthright, the spiritual headship of his family, and so he lost it. And then when Jacob stole the blessing, Esau sought with tears to have the birthright restored to him, to have a blessing from his father, but there was no blessing to be had. The thorns had grown up in his life and in his heart. His father had encouraged him in the pursuit of the wild game of life. I've watched as this has been true in many cases dad or mom have encouraged the children in the way of the pursuit of the wild game a taste for the wild things of life a taste for the for the violence and the movies and the money and the lifestyle of the rich and the famous and their soil has become filled with rocks or their hearts have become hardened, and they're not responsive. On the other hand, I've watched as little boys and little girls have grown up. They've been treated with kindness, but it's more than just how they've been treated. It is also what's written in their heart. What they write in their own hearts, how they choose to respond, what it is they really desire, what they lust after in their heart. I was one of those children, even from a very early age, a very tender heart that wanted Jesus. but wanted all that God wanted to have for me. And I had a father who cultivated that in my life. My mother, not so much. She cultivated a love for the novels, the lies. Parents have a great influence on their children. But in the end, it is the child himself or herself that develops the soil of their heart. Here this man, Zachariah, is in the holies. He's a priest. And when the angel Gabriel comes to him, he doesn't receive with joy the message that's just been shared. The hope of the ages is the coming of Messiah. And he's just been told that his son will be filled with the Holy Spirit from, from before being born. And will come to Israel to prepare the way of Messiah In Zechariah, you can see him, he is now no longer terrified of the angel. He kind of takes a stance before the angel and says, How can I be sure of this? I'm an old man. My wife is well along in years. How is this possible? I may be wrong, but I think I detect a note of anger and cynicism. No doubt he has prayed for many years for a child, and no child has been born. God had closed her womb until it was time for the forerunner of Jesus to be born. Gabriel looks at him with pity, I'm sure, and said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I've been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent. You will not be able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words which will come true in their proper time. Woo! The judgment of an angel Yes, Zachariah had some good soil in him. He did not love other things. He was not hard edged. He walked in holiness he was a He was a good Jew. He was sent in by by others by lot to offer the prayers of God's people before Almighty God. And now the angel comes, the Gabriel comes who stands before God. And he says, how's this possible? That Lack of faith, that cynicism, that hardness of heart is so easy to come into the heart of a man or a woman who has waited for many years on God. I understand this. I've waited for many years on the Lord. Shall I now become hard-edged and say, I'm an old man. It's never going to happen. Revival will never come. I give up. Oh, that is a temptation. I will not go there by the grace of Jesus Christ. Through the years, he has disciplined me bitterly. Hebrews, the 12th chapter, to bear a harvest of righteousness. We make a decision about the kind of soil we are. A man living with a woman that was not his wife, I said to him, Brother, what you're doing is wrong. You need to repent, and you need to either marry this woman or move out. Oh, Pastor, you don't understand. I need her, but I don't want to marry her. He was compromised in his soil. He had rocks in his heart. Well, six months after Zachariah's wife became pregnant, there is the beginning of the mystery of mysteries. God sent the angel Gabriel to a little town of Nazareth, a town in Galilee. I've walked the streets of Nazareth. It's a dirty little town. It's an ugly little town. It was then and it is now. Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? He went to a virgin, pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, The formal arrangements had been made. The agreements had been made. The covenant of marriage was to take place. The virgin's name was Mary. The Lord went to her, the angel of the Lord, Gabriel, and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored, The Lord is with you. I love that greeting because now the very soil of Mary's heart is going to be tested to the depths. She has her life planned. She is going to be married to a man who is a a construction man, he owns his own company, he's a builder. Primarily, probably in stone. That's about all they had in Nazareth. She was to be married. I'm sure in her heart, she was very excited. She was planning this marriage. She was a virgin. They had not come together. They were moral and righteous before God. And the angel said to her, you are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Is that not what we all want? To be highly favored by God? To have the presence of the Lord with us? But Mary is greatly troubled at his word and wondered, what kind of greeting is this? Why is this angel speaking to me this way? Some people say it was probably a vision. No, it was not a vision. Gabriel went in person to speak with Mary. He said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. I want more than anything else in the world to find favor with my God. Can you imagine anything that would be grander than to know that you had found favor with your God? Favor with Jesus. He went on, you will be with child and give birth to a son. You're to give him the name Jesus, meaning he will save his people. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the household of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Referring right back to Daniel, the second chapter, where there is the great image standing before King Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel saying, you are that head of gold, but after you will come another kingdom that will be less than your kingdom. Medo-Persia. And after Medo-Persia will come another kingdom, Greece. And after that will come another kingdom. It will be Rome, and it will crush and destroy. And then there will be feet of clay and iron with ten toes. And a, a stone was cut out. Without hands was cut out and the stone was cast at the feet of this image and utterly destroyed the whole image, the whole, the whole marching lineup of the kingdom of the earth. It's all destroyed. including the United States of America, including Russia, Gog Magog, including Rome, the seat of the wicked Pope of the Catholic Church, destroyed. The New World Order the Antichrist destroyed. And a king comes in the clouds of glory who will sit on his Father David's throne for eternity. His kingdom will never end. This is the greatest mystery of all time. <laughs> How this baby, born in Bethlehem and laid in a manger, this child has the very finest soil available. It is holy, holy soil. There is no twistedness in it. There is no sin in it. There is no corruption. There is no pollution in it. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you're to call him the name Jesus and he will be great, and he will be called Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary is just an innocent young woman, maybe 14 15, 16, 17 years of age, a a young woman with her hopes and her dreams. She has her husband chosen. The arrangements are all made. She is to be married. She is to be the wife of a contractor, of a builder. She is to have children, to be a mother. suddenly... This angel is coming and saying to her, you are going to be found with child. She's never known a man. She's a virgin. She asks a logical question, not a question of, how can I be sure? that what you're saying is going to happen. No, there's no cynicism in Mary's heart. There's no unbelief in Mary's heart. There are no rocks in her heart. She's pure and she's clean before God. How will this be, Mary asked the angel? Your questions to God really indicate the kind of soil that's in your heart. I hear people say, oh, pastor, that's okay for you to believe that God will take care of you, but how do I know that God will take care of me? Zachariah, hard-edged, cynical. Age has Calcified his heart. He had good soil, but he's grown hard. And the angel says, All right, Zechariah, you stop talking now. In other words, you shut up. You're not going to speak again until this has all come to pass and he did not speak again until John, the baptizer, was born. And he said, his name shall be John. And his tongue was loosed. And now he bears testimony. What a wonderful gift. How wonderful God is. Oh, brother, sister, hear me. Moses And the children of Israel celebrated on the wrong side of the Red Sea. They should have been celebrating with the Egyptians charging up behind them, and it looked impossible, but nothing is impossible for our God. They should have been out there dancing and singing and praising God. Miriam should have been leading the women in their dance. Instead, they were hard and cynical. We're going to be destroyed. We can't make it through this. Why'd God lead us out here to, to die in the desert? Why didn't he leave us in Egypt where we could be slaves? What kind of soil do you have in your heart, brother? What kind of soil do you have in your heart, my sister? Are you hard? Are you unforgiving? Are you arrogant? Are you cynical? Does it have to be your way? Or is it to be God's way? This great mystery is being spoken of, of God Himself coming down from heaven the creator of all the world, Galatians, Colossians, Hebrews, the gospel of John all tell us that this mystery child that's to be born was the creator God. Mary asks the right question how will this be in other words how am i to cooperate with god how should my actions be what should i do should i should i go immediately to joseph and say joseph we have to have a child let's get married quickly because we need a child no no god is going to direct this she is a virgin And the angel speaks. This is not just the angel. This is Gabriel who stands before God. And he says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Does that remind you of the first verses of the book of Genesis? where the spirit of god hovers over the deep to bring forth the creation of god and now this same holy spirit is going to hover over this woman and her her womb and he is going to bring into existence a human person who will be also the god of heaven and earth Verse 36, this is Luke 1:36. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Mary did not give birth to the Son of God, she didn't create the Son of God, she didn't create God. Jesus was from everlasting to everlasting, from eternity. But she gave birth to a human person who would be fully God and fully man. She gave birth to the man side. The Holy Spirit came. And brought together the man's side, the human, and the divine. And Jesus was formed in the womb of this woman. The God of heaven, who created the womb, has now consented to enter a woman's womb. That's the mystery. The mystery of mysteries is that Jesus should come and be born of a virgin. She said, he said to her, even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was to be barren is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. I want that to burn into your heart today. Nothing is impossible with God. The soil of your heart can be transformed. You do not have to remain in your sin, in your stubbornness. You do not have to remain in your cynicism and your hard-edged anger you can be set free by the mystery of this Christ child to be born in Bethlehem, to be placed in a manger. Jesus did not choose to come in a palace. He did not choose to come as a man of importance, One mother and father just did a, a birthday, the first birthday. I was alarmed by the number of gifts that came to this child. He'll never be able to play with them all. I suggested to her that she take them, the majority of them back to the stores and And let that money begin to take care of the child. This Christ child, nothing is impossible with God. This John the Baptist, everything is being set in place for the glory and the salvation of the Christ of the Messiah now i want you to hear mary's response it brings tears to my heart i love the response and it's a response that is so difficult for we who are of human origin She answered, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. She's asked, how's this to happen? She's told, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. He will brood over you. And he will bring forth in your womb a man-child who will be fully God and fully man. And he will rule forever. He is ruling right now. His kingdom is coming upon the earth right now. doesn't look much like it when you see what Mr. Biden and his henchmen are doing in the White House. A place of demonic power and corruption and wickedness. Doesn't look like the Christ child is going to come in power and cast... The wicked into the lake of fire. Doesn't look like that. But remember, nothing is impossible with God. He will accomplish all that He purposes to do in the reclamation of the human race from the powers of darkness that have so deceived our hearts. And so she responds. I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. In other words, I'm willing to let my life be totally shattered and changed. I'm willing to let my future rest solely in your hands. Now, some things are happening in America. The finances of America are in the process of being utterly destroyed by wicked men, by wicked central banks, by the Fed. When your family is facing hunger, when you can't pay the rent or the mortgage, when your car is repoed, At that point, will you say, I am the Lord's servant, may it be to me as you have said? Or will you demand in the anger and the self-righteousness and the cynicism of your heart that you must have what you must have, and in the anger and rage of your heart, you'll rise up and do what you have to do? Or will you trust Will you trust in the Lord your God? Will you trust in Jesus? No matter what it looks like in the physical realm, will you believe that nothing is too hard for God and that he has your best interest at heart and he is in the process of saving you from the wickedness of the devil? Will you believe that? Or will you go your own way? Now, Mary, she immediately gets ready and goes to Elizabeth. I'm sure she wanted to get out of town before everything became known. She runs to Elizabeth, her cousin. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, that was John the Baptist, don't talk to me about abortion. This baby in the womb, filled by the Holy Spirit, leapt with joy at the sound of Mary, the mother of Jesus. Verse 45, blessed is she who has believed what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. When you read the scriptures and you hear, when you read the New Testament and you understand that Jesus is in the business of breaking totally the power of the old man of sin in your heart, of destroying it, of making you righteous, of making you holy, that you will no longer walk in sin. I heard a Christian woman yesterday said, we're always going to be sinners. He'll save us because he loves us. Wrong. The penalty for sin is death, not some false covering of grace. We are to be made righteous by the blood of Jesus Christ, by faith in him and his work as he redeems us and sanctifies us through and through. Blessed is she who has believed what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. And now Mary begins, I want you to see this she is facing an unknown future with Joseph. Joseph can order her stoned to death. He can divorce her quietly, and she can lose her future with Joseph. She can be publicly shamed and cast out of the synagogue. In the terms of earth and mankind, she has an absolutely zero future but her trust is in the word of the angel who has said you have found favor with god and nothing is too hard for him verse 46 this is luke 146 and mary said My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. How does Mary face the total destruction of her life and a total birthing of something from God in her womb? there can be no trust in herself. Her trust must be in the Lord her God. My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. Who was Mary? Mary was nobody. She was just a maiden pledged to be married in an ugly little town called called Nazareth. And then God spoke. And everything in a moment was changed. From now on, all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one has done great things for me had he done great things for her yes she was pregnant with god with her human son who was also fully god she was pregnant what more what more could god do for this woman he says She says, his mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. Oh, now we're talking about the real soil of our soul. Are you proud in your inmost thoughts? Do you still think you're somebody? Do you still think you have rights? Do you still think you're entitled? Do you still think you can work it all out? That somehow, in your wisdom and your cunning and your skill, you can make things work for you? Are you kidding me? He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. And Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months. And now she has to go home and face the music. Elizabeth has her child. And then Jesus is born in Bethlehem of Judea. And God works everything out. Here it is trying to kill the child. But money is provided. By the wise men. Gold. Gifts of the wise men. To pay for the trip to Egypt. Maybe to set up a shop, a carpenter's shop. And they stay there until they are called by the angel to return once more to the land of Israel. Now you would think that they would return to Bethlehem, the city of their fathers, but they are afraid of the Roman ruler. And so they go to that backwater, ugly little town called Nazareth. God loves to call us out of some ugly little place where it looks like the blessing of God is totally absent, where it looks like we've been forgotten by God. Do you remember Moses? Moses. He has this little herd of sheep. He doesn't own one of them. He works for his father-in-law. He's on the far side. And he looks up and he sees the bush burning. He goes to look. And the voice says, Moses, take off your shoes for the ground you're standing on is holy. Did you know the holy ground is always found not in the palace but on the backside of the mountain? On the backside of the mountain. What can happen on the backside of the mountain? Nothing except the empowering by Almighty God to deliver the children of Israel. And now God has come to the backside of Israel in Nazareth of Galilee for the deliverance of his people, for your deliverance and mine, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them. There were shepherds living out in the field nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ. He is Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in claws, lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. And when the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby. And when they'd seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which is just as they had been told. Oh, I want this good soil in my heart. I'm on the backside of Washington, D.C. God has promised me that he's going to bring forth revival. He promised me when I was a child. He has promised me again as an adult. I've seen revival in vision. Revival is coming. Believe the word of the Lord. He is going to change his people and prepare them for his coming. I pray that many godly men and women will rise up and lift up a standard of righteousness in this nation. Nothing is impossible for God. Well, I love you. This is the mystery. I'd love to hear from you. You can write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. I'm concerned and praying and trusting Jesus to pay for radio for this month. We've had... Very few offerings coming. As I've gone to the post office, there's been nothing there. Thank those few who have given. God bless you. I'm trusting that by the end of this month, it'll all be in place. Nothing is too hard for our God. God bless you, my brother, my sister. God bless you. I love you. I'll talk to you soon.